Welcome to the additional podcast called Divorce Tips, where I answer some of the most asked questions regarding before, during, and after divorce. These are 10-minute golden nugget episodes to give you as much information as possible from a divorce expert. That's me. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Divorce Tips. Today's question that I will be answering is when you should or should not hire a lawyer. I get this question all the time because there are a lot of divorces that can be ending very amicably and possibly don't need to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on an attorney. And so, you know, the biggest question is, well, what should I do in those circumstances and how should I go about it? Well, one of the things I want to tell you is as a divorce attorney, I've done thousands and thousands of divorces in my 15 year career. And one of the things I do a lot of is I fix really bad homemade decrees. What does that mean? Well, that means that you were that person who possibly didn't need to hire an attorney or you thought you could work with your spouse to be very amicable in your divorce and therefore you write up your own decree. And usually you use some kind of online system where they allow you to really write in what you want or write in what you and your spouse's agreement is without any guidance or any guidelines. And so because of that, you get this decree, this homemade decree that you and your spouse think is going to work. Now, the problem with this is a lot of times, obviously, you don't know the legalese or you don't understand the law. And so you make these agreements that are very, very specific to you that aren't actually enforceable or really are not realistic if you were to be talking to me directly. So the first thing I want to talk about is it is absolutely number one essential that you go and at least meet with an attorney. What does that mean? That means go and find a couple attorneys specific in your town where you live that specialize in family law, set an appointment with them and go and meet with them. Now, you need to do this because you have to find out specifically the law statutes that particularly will affect you in your divorce. And you need to know that divorce law changes state to state, sometimes even city to city, county to county. So it's very important to find a divorce attorney that's very, very local and very close to home. By doing that, you're really able to then make sure that you get the most updated information that are going to affect you, your future, and your family, okay? Now, another thing that we get asked, well, should I pay for a consultation or should I do free consultation? Just know that the statement of you get what you pay for rings so true when meeting with the attorneys. If you want the free consultation, I promise you, you're going to get what you paid for. You're going to get an attorney that's going to be very, very close guarded on what they're going to give as nuggets of information. And they're going to be more spending more time on selling the firm and why you need to hire them. Because you have to understand they're offering a free consultation because they need to get as many people in the door so that they can then sell you their services to get the work. 
Now, paid consultations like me at my firm, if you want a consultation with Joe Coyle, you're going to pay $300 an hour. The reason why that is, is because I'm not going to waste your time. And guess what? I don't want you wasting my time either. When you get my consultation, you get an hour of absolute great legal advice. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to get all the facts of your case, and then I'm going to guide you through your case. And I'm going to give you some opinions on what I believe you should and should not do. At the end of that, does that mean that you need to hire me? No, I don't sell. I don't use the time to sell my firm at in those consultations, because I know if you paid the $300, you're there to get actual legal advice from me. So when you're looking at where you should go to get this legal advice, just know that. Um, and that sometimes paying for the consultation is absolutely worth it because even if at the end of the day, you don't need to hire that attorney, you're going to walk away with this knowledge to really help you and guide you through the process of doing your divorce by yourself or actually having to hire an attorney. The next thing is, is meet with a few attorneys because guess what? Attorneys have different strategies. Attorneys have different things that they're going to say. And at the end of the day, if you're actually going to need to hire an attorney, it really comes down to finding somebody that you kind of mesh with or that you feel like they really, you know, get you and get your situation and that they're going to have their back. I am going to be the first one to tell you, not everybody should hire me. Not everybody needs Joe Coyle or Coyle Law. And at the end of the day, I really want my clients to make sure that if they're hiring Coyle Law, they're getting that attorney that they trust, that they know is going to have their back. We have a mantra at Coyle Law. We hear you, we see you, and we advocate for you. So if you come to my firm, you know that you're going to get those three qualities and that we're really going to be taking care of you. But not every divorce needs my firm. Once you know and you have this information, you're also going to be able to know if the facts in your case are really complicated that really you should be hiring an attorney. So by meeting with those attorneys, you're going to kind of be able to navigate that. If you have a fairly simple divorce, you know, maybe you don't have any children or you don't really have a lot of assets and you really believe that you're going to be able to work through this amicably or you and your spouse have already kind of come to terms with most of the major things, talking to an attorney still is going to ensure that what you guys have agreed to makes sense that it's going to be enforceable with the court and that you're actually legally going to put it in a contract that it's going to be able to be upheld. Remember, divorce decrees are contracts. They're binding. There needs to be an offer and acceptance and there needs to be consideration. So if you have a divorce decree that's going to be so one-sided and lopsided, the chances of it being overturned in court go dramatically up. You don't want to do that. You want to make sure that whatever you and your spouse are agreeing to, it's going to make sense and it's going to be enforceable because then you're not going to be coming back to me and you're not going to be able to say, oh, we created this decree. It's so undoable. We just can't do it. And therefore, now they're asking me to redo it. Redoing decrees are so much harder. When you're in a divorce, you're on the same playing field. You have the same ability to um, to know if your spouse is um, is on. You know, you you know that you you guys are both on the same level, and that you're both able to fight. I guess at the same time, 
If you come back after a decree and you ask to modify it, then you're asking the court to specifically change something and you're on different playing fields. The burden is going to be swung to the person that's wanting to modify it. And you're going to have to then show the court that there's, you know, in the state of Utah, it's called substantial change of circumstance. And you're going to basically have to explain to the court why you think that the court should change this decree. It's much harder. So you don't want to get into that place. The other thing that I want, why it's so important for you to at least meet with an attorney is so many times I've seen that in a divorce, you're just not wanting to fight. You're either emotional and you're just wanting it to be done. You need to hear this. You should never use your emotions as an ability to settle a divorce. Emotion equals logical, reasonable outcomes never make sense. And so you need to make sure that you're not emotionally negotiating things and that you're doing it because it makes sense and it's logical. If you have kids, you need to make sure that you're making um, decisions for the future of your family and the future of you. You never want to be that person that said, oh, I was just emotional and I just wanted it done. So that's why we settled. By doing this, you're going to be able to make sure that you make logical and sound um, decisions that benefit you, your family, and your future. I can't tell you how many times I've heard somebody say, well, I just wanted to be nice. Guess what? In divorce, nice guys finish last. Don't make decisions that traumatically affect you based off of emotions. By doing that, and by going into a negotiation, whether you hire an attorney or not, whether you go to a mediation or whether you and your spouse say, okay, we're going to do it online by ourselves, by knowing the statutes, by knowing what you're entitled to and knowing that you're going to negotiate without emotion is going to set you up for the best result the best outcome. And at the end of the day, you're going to know that whatever decision, whatever agreement that you and your spouse did was best for you, were best for your family and best for your future. So that's a divorce. Meet with an attorney and know when to lawyer up. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed, please subscribe, follow, and share. I'd love to hear your questions and feedback you can contact me at community at jillcoil.com. See you next time. I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney. Any advice given on the podcast is general and shall not be construed as legal advice.